helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. I'm Melissa Waggett, and I have the privilege of co-hosting this show with Michael Hart, the Director of Elam Counseling Services, each week, where we explore practical topics about relationships, mental health, counseling, and our faith that can change your life, and this week is no exception. Is your concept of blessings one-dimensional? Well, when God thinks of blessing, He thinks well beyond just a one-dimensional view. In fact, when we look at Scripture, we can see six dimensions of blessings outlined in an often quoted but not often fully appreciated passage of Scripture. So stay tuned as we discuss the six dimensions of blessings. As mentioned, I do not do this show alone. With me in studio is Michael Hart. He is the director of Elam Counseling Services, and he is a registered psychotherapist. For those of you who want to find out more about Elam Counseling Services and our past shows, I encourage you to go to our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you can call us toll-free at one 877 5443546 and we happy to answer any questions you may have. So Michael, you've been sitting very patiently through my introduction there. I want to officially welcome you to this week's show. I am always so excited to join you in studio. I'm so excited to be here as well, Melissa, and so honored to have you here with me as well. And just sitting back and listening to you, I was already beginning to feel blessed. Ooh. And so, so, so I think I'm experiencing some of those six dimensions of blessing by just listening to the introduction. I was going to say, have we discovered a seventh dimension, so to speak? (laughs) Not so much. As, as we've said, we, you've picked up, um, a very familiar scripture. But much like we've done in past shows, we're going to take it, um, kind of peel back the layers of the onion, so to speak, and begin to look at this scripture in a, maybe a slightly different way than what people have experienced before. And what scripture are we talking about this morning? Well, looking at Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26, and we should uh, realize that when we're talking about this passage, this is not just a passage that was uh, said by somebody because we have not everything in the scripture is is godly. We have mis- uh, passages that are quoted that are people's mistake and so forth. But when we talk about this definition of blessing, this is a a, a blessing that God Himself gave, is said to have given to to the priest and to say that when you bless the people, this is what you should pray over them. And I think this is fascinating. The more I study this passage, the more I realize that there is so much depth here that you could write a book about each of these each of this, these six dimension of blessing. And Melissa, I think we run into problems when we focus on any one of these aspects of blessing. And I think some of the problems that we have in our world today and in people's lives where they become mentally ill or they, they, they have relationships that fail, it it's usually because they're focusing, they've gone overboard into one dimension of the blessing without considering the, the sixth dimension. So I think to have t- true happiness, you need to have all six of these 
these parts to the blessings. So we're going to be talking about what these six dimensions of blessings are. I'm really excited to see how this all fits together because, again, when it's coming from the voice of God himself, the creator of all things, it's got to be good. It's got to be exactly what we need. So what is that first dimension of blessing we see in this this um, scripture we find in Numbers 6, 24 to 26? The first dimension of blessing is found in the word that is used for bless in the original Hebrew language. And the word that is used there for bless actually refers to the financial, the physical, and the material aspects of blessing. So it is talking about uh, a person's uh, wealth, the, the, the things that we need to survive. And so this is where a lot of us get stuck because, yes, it is probably the most obvious aspect. We look at people who are wealthy and we say, God has blessed them. Or when we say to people, may God bless you, sometimes we are thinking in terms of God blessing them in terms of financial things. But that is only a part. So the first part of the blessing is, may God, but the, the, priest, the, the passage goes, may God bless you. And so the blessing here has to do with material things. And so it's material things are important, so it's essential that this be part of the blessing. And I don't understand Christians that say they wouldn't want to be rich or they don't want to have material things, because I think it is part of the blessing. What you do with it and how you let it affect you is another part of the story. But material things in themselves can be part of the blessing. I think we sometimes go overboard, and some of the prosperity gospel that has been preached and adhered to by people in Christian community have neglected some of the other parts of the blessing. So the first part of the blessing has to do with your provision. May God provide for you materially. May God provide for you the things that you need to survive in this physical world. And this is a very important part, first dimension of the blessing. So what's the second part of the blessing? The, the priest goes on to, to pray and over the people as God instructed him. And the second part of it, remember I said this is a, a blessing that the priest would pray over the people. The second part of the blessing, go, not, not only may God bless you, but may God keep you. And so it's interesting, but the word keep here actually means to guard, to protect, to watch over. And so there is a sense in which if you if you don't have your safety needs met in life, then even with wealth, you're not going to be happy. This can become a nightmare for you if you if you have wealth and you feel you're in a situation where uh, you could be robbed, you could be killed, and you live in a, a sense of constant fear. So this second part of the blessing that that goes. May God bless and keep you. The keeping here is referent to protection. But I think we would limit this word keep uh, too much if we restricted it to just a physical keeping. I think may God keep you also involves protection in the spiritual sense. In Ephesians 6, we are told that we wrestle not just against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and against spiritual wickedness in high 
places. So when we talk about uh, uh, keeping, may God keep you, we are praying a, a protection that may God protect us spiritually from demonic forces, from from evil spirits that are there to obstruct our pathway and to to, to to lead us away from God and to create havoc with what God has blessed us with. So the financial things that you have can become a snare, can be used as a trap if you don't have the second part of this blessing that you're kept by God, that God's spiritual forces is angelic beings that watch over you and protect you. And I think Psalm 91 is a very, very powerful psalm because it talks about he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. And so when you think about it, that psalm, a spiritual warfare psalm, is saying that we can be safe in God's presence. There's a protection that he he gives us that when when we walk with him, that keeps us from the spiritual forces i think we would be uh we, we we would be wrong to think that the spiritual realm is not real because i think the spiritual realm is is often a reflection of what is happening in this realm and determines what goes on in this world as well so when god is keeping us he is is watching over us in the spiritual realm and guarding us by his angels. And that's what I've appreciated so much about getting to know you and your practice over the years is you look at both things, both the material, physical side of a person that's going through something, but that spiritual component is so essential. And also knowing that we have God who we can claim his promises to to protect us in those ways is is so important and looking at both sides really does bring the help and healing that we need absolutely and i think we could do a show just on the second part alone as well like may may god keep you because it's a very powerful word and i think sometimes we restrict the afflictions that we're going through to just spiritual ailments but i think in other cultures there is this understanding that what uh, Paul says in Ephesians that it's not just all in this physical realm, but there's a spiritual realm in which things are are being worked out as well that we should keep in mind. So we've covered two dimensions of our blessings. What is dimension number three? So the, the blessing go, may the Lord bless and keep you. And then it continues. And may, his, may he make his face to shine upon you. And so it, we're going to have to do a little bit of a theological research to, to our, our explanation, theological explanation to explain what it means when God's face shines upon you. And maybe it might be helpful for us to look at Second Corinthians 4 verse 6. And I'll just read that passage. That, that passage says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So there is a revelation that comes from the knowledge that there is in Jesus Christ about God for those of us who are of the Christian faith. And so what this 
is really talking about is revelation and direction. As you go through life, the material things that you have can become a snare to you. And so it's important that God gives you not not only should God bless you and keep you and protect you, but you also want to make sure that you're walking the right pathways. The psalmist talks about the God's word being a lamp unto his feet and a light unto his path. And I think we can run into a lot of problems in life if we are not guided, if God don't direct our path, if if we are leaning upon our own understanding. Proverbs 3 talks about uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and he shall direct your path. And so it's very, very important that we we don't just think about getting wealthy because this is why many people in Hollywood, after they have become wealthy and famous, they, you hear that they have overdosed on drugs and they end up killing themselves. Why? Because God has not been directing their pathways. And many of these people end up bankrupt or end up being very unhappy or taken advantage of by people who they believed loved them, but they are just being used. So you need wisdom. And so this third part of the priest, the blessing, when the priest would pray over the people and says, may the Lord make his face to shine upon you is a way of saying, with the blessing, with the things that God has given to you, may he also give you direction so that and revelation so you know how to live your life. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Radio Show. Today we're talking about the six dimensions of blessing. If you've missed the first half of today's show, I encourage you to go to our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you can call us toll-free at 1-877-544-3546, and we happy to connect you with a copy of today's show. So, Michael, you just finished wrapping up the description of Dimension 3, and what I'm loving already through this show is how you're really painting a picture of how these dimensions are all reliant upon each other and how they all interconnect. If you have too much of one, you run into issues. Too little of another, you run into issues. They really do serve a synergistic purpose together, working to to really bring out the best in our lives. So what is Dimension 4? The fourth dimension has to do with grace. I like to just, to just expand on how it is worded in in number. So may the, the 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 passage go. May the Lord bless and keep you. May He make His face to shine upon you. And then it continues in the, the fourth dimension. And may He be gracious unto you. In other words, may God give you grace. And what do we mean by grace? Grace theologically is a uh, unmerited favor, something that you don't deserve. And I think this is such an important element of the the six dimensions of blessing, is the blessing of grace. This sense that despite my failures, despite my flaws, despite the fact that I miss the mark, despite the fact that I have done terrible things in the in in the past and have made mistakes that I don't need to carry those things with me through life. Because if you don't have grace and you have 
all the wealth in the world and you're protected and guided by angels and you're 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 doing the right things but you don't have grace you your life can still be a nightmare because you can be living in regret you can be living with a sense of shame about things that you have done in the past and this can become a torment for you and this is what David King David with all his wealth and fame and successes that he had in life was going through when he wrote Psalm 51, where he poured out his heart before God and said, God, have mercy upon me, O God, and talks about how he has sinned. He was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And he even goes on to say, God, if you desire sacrifice, I would have given it. In other words, what he's saying is, despite the fact I have done all of these things, this sense of shame that I'm carrying, I cannot shake it. And so I don't know what you're going through if you're listening to this show today. Maybe you you have some things that you have done in the past that is is weighing you down with, with shame. I talk to people who have had abortions in, in their past and they can't let it go. I talk of people talk to people in my practices who have made mistakes. They have hurt people, betrayed people, and despite the wealth that they have, they can't shake those feelings of shame. And so this prayer of blessing when it says, may God be gracious unto you. In other words, may you have the sense that despite what you have done, that you're okay with God. And I think this is one of the the, the things about the Christian faith that makes it so conducive to good mental health, because we are told that grace is a gift that God gives us if we ask. So if you're listening to this show today and you're carrying guilt or and shame over something that you have done. God tells us that if we ask, he will give it to us. And not only that, but, but it, the scripture also tells us that when God forgives us, he removes our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. And also the scripture says there is no condemnation to those who walk in Christ Jesus. In other words, those who have accepted his grace. So isn't that wonderful, a wonderful it, thing, it Melissa? Is. That I'm just can... sitting here smiling and just thinking of how that is such a blessing in our life and a mantra that I've had in my own where, where when you come to the realization that there's nothing you can do that will make God love you any less and there's nothing you can do that will make God love you any more for those people who love to strive and seek, it's so freeing. And yes. it's, but at the same time, so confusing. But, but what a what a blessing! Like it, it what is a tremendous a blessing. blessing. And I think the reason for many of the the drug addictions that we have in our society, <clears throat> uh, the promiscuity, the gambling, uh, people who are working themselves to death, and all of those things that are happening that are dysfunctional. A lot of those things are happening because people have this. Restlessness in their spirit. They 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 they, they haven't had the sense that they, they're okay, and they are trying to work it away. They are trying to drown it out with alcohol and the drugs or gambling, as I have said before. But I think all of that can go if you have the grace. So when the priest prays this prayer of a people and say, "May the Lord be gracious unto you," it's a way of saying, "May you have this sense." 
that you are okay with God despite the mistakes that you have made in the past. And that only come not by any good works. Another thing, people try to work themselves uh, to, to be religious, to have the sense that they're okay. But you cannot do enough. There's always this sense that you could do more. And how do you judge what's enough? I think the only way that we can have this peace that it's okay is for us to accept the grace that God gives to us and promises in his word that says, it's not about you what you do, it's about what I have done for you, and that is that I gave you grace on the cross. Mm, Wonderful. I I wish we could linger a whole show just on that, but we do, in the interest of time, have to move on to dimension number five. So, Michael, what is dimension five of blessing? Number five, and again, I'm going to say the blessing from the top. May the Lord bless and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he lift his countenance upon you. So that's the fifth of the blessing. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you. And for us to understand that, we have to put on my theological hat again. And, and go I was to. going to say, Michael, what is a countenance and how is it lifted? Okay, so the countenance <laughs> is the face. And so if we, to understand this, we have to look at other passages passages that talks about facial expressions in the Bible. And another of these passages that is the opposite of this is found in Genesis 4 verse 6, where we are told that Cain's countenance was fallen. So in other words, his countenance was not lifted up. It was fallen. And what that passage actually means, and we know that from reading the story, is that Cain was angry. So when you're angry, your facial expert, your your your, your cheeks droops, your your mouth uh, is is almost as if it, it's fallen. And so this expression of being angry represents a, a fallen face. So when it says, "May God lift His countenance up in you," it's the opposite. So in other words. May God smile on you. And so if you smile, Melissa, as, as you, you smile right now, your cheeks are going up. So this is another way of saying, may you have this sense that God is pleased with you. And I think this is one of the most powerful blessings that you can ever have. To come to this place where you realize, I don't have to work myself anymore to death trying to please God. I don't have to take any more drugs to drown out my pain. I don't have to impress anyone with my wealth. I don't have to try to be like someone else to fit in that clique in my, it, it click in my church. I can just be okay with who I am because I know that God is smiling at me. Exactly. And and that's again when you, I just get the warm and fuzzies and the shivers when we talk about this, where God loves you as who you are and where you're at. And when you can see him as you, he sees you, how freeing that is. And when your internal self-talk can be like you would talk to someone you loved, how great that is for your own personal growth and your mental health yes, and everything. Absolutely. That, that's such a wonderful thing, Melissa, when we can have this sense that I'm okay as I am. Mm-hmm. And it takes work, but, but we can get there, which is um, in God's grace so, so freeing. 
So, Michael, the last point for me when we were we were planning out this show really struck me as a whoa. So I'll I'll lead you with that. No pressure. Uh, what is the sixth dimension? So in again, this I'm going to pray this blessing over people who are listening to this show, and we're going to take us to the the sixth blessing. So may God bless and keep you. May His face shine upon you. May He be gracious unto you. May He lift up His countenance on you. And then the sixth and final one: May He give you you peace. And this final uh, blessing means may he comfort you. And this is where I think this throws a wrench into all of the blessings that we have had before. Because what this blessing is saying, that despite all the wealth that you have, despite the fact that God is watching over you, despite the fact that his face is shining on you and he's gracious unto you and he's pleased with you, there is going to come there is going to come a time in your life when you need to be comforted. It's, it's going to be a time when maybe someone betrays you. There is going to be a time when maybe there is the loss of a loved one. And when those time come, the priests of blessings say, may God comfort you. May he give you comfort or, or peace in the midst of that situation. If there is no trials or trouble, you don't need to be comforted. So may God give you peace is not is not the absence of war or the absence of turmoil. What this part of the priest, the blessing in number six is saying is that may God give you comfort when you're walking through hard times. And I think for me, what was so freeing when we were talking about this before is so often people equate being blessed with a faith. And it is very much a, you, you're close to God, you get, quote unquote, good things. Yes. And if you're not getting, quote unquote, good things, then you must be far from the right, Lord. Right, then you're not blessed. But but this shows that the opposite is true, that when I am with God, I'm walking in this Bad things can still happen, yes. but what I can take comfort in is God is there with me through it. Absolutely, minister. And this is what the book of Job is all about. Job was a righteous man. The Bible tells us that was perfect and upright. But yet some things entered Job's life where Job need to be comforted. And if you're listening to this show today, you might be going through something where you need to be comforted. But I pray this prayer of blessing over you that may God give you comfort. And sometimes comfort it's it's more of a, a procedure it's more more of a, a process where you might not get there immediately where you have this peace but don't give up hope keep hanging in there keep trusting because God comfort will shine through in the end. And so, Melissa, I see that quickly we have run out of time for today but we have come to the end of the show we have looked at the the six blessings and if you have missed the first part of this show, you can find it on our website by going to elimcounselingministry.com. You can also go to, to Patreon slash Elim Counseling. We have all of the shows or most of the shows put up there. And this show will definitely be on this site by, by later on today. And so if you missed the first part, go to the, the Patreon site and listen to this show again. I'd also like to stress that we depend on your support. If you have not yet supported this ministry, please do consider supporting us. I know there are many of you out there who, who come into me and you tell me how much you like this show and that you heard parts of it at an opportune time in your life. Uh, we, we ask that you prayerfully 
consider supporting us and you can do that by going to our patreon page patreon slash elim counseling and so when you go there there will be an option to contribute as little as five dollars a month and so that contribution as little as it is can make a big difference for us to continue to offer our services to people who are in need and still pay all the overheads that we need to to keep this ministry going. So thank you again for listening. Melissa, thank you for being here with us faithfully again on another show to to ask those wonderful questions. I was blessed, Michael. What can I say? (laughs) And so in closing this show today, I'm going to close with this blessing, which is different than how we have closed the other show. So if you're listening to this, then I, I, I pray that you accept this blessing as we close this show. May the Lord bless and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he lift his countenance on you. And may he give you peace. Until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services. And Melissa Waggett. Praying together that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.